Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Kashif Booth Podcast. If you're new here, each week I sit down with a guest and we discuss their career so far, the highs, the lows and what's next for them. Today's guest is Joshua Samuels. He is an actor from North London. I have to be very specific about that because me and him have battles about South and North. So, <laughs> welcome to the show, Josh. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's, it's a pleasure, honestly. Yeah, I'll be repping North London until the day I die. Yes, we know. Uh, <laughs> you have beef for Brixton. I don't know. Where are you? Beef. I love, I'm, listen, I'm here for all of London. Just, <laughs> just have my favorite places. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So I've known you for almost 10 years this year, which is it's crazy to say because it's just knowing somebody for so long. And sometimes when you work in this industry, you kind of just work with somebody once and that's it. But we kind of just work together over a period of time on and off for a very long time so we met in 2013 I don't know if you remember and I was like this driven 21 year old who was trying to do a web series and it was called brothers right and the thing is I had already casted all of the people who were supposed to be in it but then an actor dropped out and so I needed to recast so I was like I was on these casting websites <laughs> and I was on the website, what was called Casting Call Pro, but it's now Mandy.com. So I remember I just filtered through black men <laughs> of the said age group and I was looking for everybody and I saw Joshua Samuels. And so I looked at your work at the time. I was like, okay, this guy could work. So I messaged you, said, this is what I'm doing. And then you came and auditioned. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's come back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was. I was. Yeah. Brothers. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yes. Um. I do remember that, and I remember. It. I think. Feel like we had the audition not far from here. It was. Or it was like. No. no. It was in. Um. Elephant, Elephant Castle. Castle. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um. Yeah. And I remember. I. I came down for that. And. Um. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's. That's taking me back. Um. And yeah, we did the scene. Um, but do you remember how awkward it was? Because basically I had none of my team members there, had no woman. Yes, so I had to read yes. for the woman to kind of, <laughs> so it was yeah. just a madness. Yeah, what and a it, whole yeah, day yeah, that yeah, was. Yeah, 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 so. yeah. Yeah, because I, you know, that was my first kind of foray into just putting myself out there, I guess, um, in terms of, you know, auditioning for for piece of work and, and just really stepping out. I think... I, you know, at that time I was working full time and I hadn't made the jump fully yet to, um, you know, pursuing this, this craft um, full time. And I hadn't gone to drama school. I went to university. So it was off the back of that. And I'd always, you know, had a passion for acting. I always, you know, was acting throughout my, my, my kind of teenage years and um, early 20s. But it, it was at that point I was like, OK, let me start looking uh, and, uh, and seeing what opportunities are available. And yeah, came across uh, the brothers um, uh, casting call, mm -hmm. um, put myself forward and then yeah, you yeah. fired me down. We did the we, I remember. Yeah, I remember yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Because <clears throat> I remember doing it and I remember giving you the role because I just felt like because it was between you and another guy mm. and then I was like that guy was great but then I needed a little mm. bit more London to it okay. <laughs> like I just remember feeling that and so I remember we did um yeah you got the role and I remember we did um rehearsals and stuff like that and that ended up 
yeah. getting cancelled because I ran out of money. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it was a great um, mm-hmm. uh, kind of start for, for what was then to come. And I think, I remember we did the photo shoot for that in uh, yes. Canary, was it? No, not no, Canary, it was like Battersea. Chelsea, Battersea. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. I was walking, <laughs> walking down, the, um, down mm-hmm. the River Thames doing yeah, yeah, yeah. like whole model influencer shots. Yes. Came with a whole blazer, like that was, <laughs> yes. that was Joe's. Um, but yeah, you know, it was, obviously it didn't um, uh, continue, but it, mm-hmm. it was definitely a, uh, a valuable um, insight into okay how mm-hmm. how seeing someone mm-hmm. looking to get their work made and you know going through the process and we'll get on to casting and it'll be interesting to hear you know your um, because you're always seeing it from the other side you were seeing obviously oh, yeah. all these people come in mm-hmm. and then how you've seen that change I guess over the years mm-hmm. and, and what you now look for in in um, talent that you work with mm-hmm. um, but yeah brothers and then from there we went on so then how did we transition from there. See, I have a scarily good memory. I remember everything. Mm. So mm. after that, I kind of was, for me, I said to myself, okay, you know what? That's it. I'm not going to do any more independent stuff. It was too much work. I need to actually focus on getting a job in the industry. Like, that was it. <clears throat> so I was still at Sainsbury's. This was like post-graduation. So I was right. like... Yeah. Okay, let me just focus on getting a job. And then I started working in the industry as a runner, as an office runner and stuff. But I had also written, like, monologues. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and there was one which I thought you'd be great at. So I remember contacting you about it. And we shot that just as, like, a one piece in... the London Eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it was great. And that was really... I loved the. I haven't watched that in a long time, actually. I'll be interested to look. Have you? Do you still have it somewhere? Yeah, I think it's on YouTube still. Okay. And those are really. I pushed myself as a writer, really, with those, and they're really strong monologues, actually. Yeah. Because I'm writing again now, so actually, should we read those? But anyway. Um. And so yeah, you just did one of those for me and it was really cool when we were caught up i was like oh yeah this is a nice guy i forgot how he was <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then um that was it and then i remember you you i think you messaged me maybe like a few weeks later or something i was mm. like if i'd want to like work with you to like do a production company and do mm. stuff like that and mm. i was like yeah sure i'm like you know i was kind of losing my creativity just like mm. working as a runner mm. and i was like sure and we kind of just started to think of ideas and concepts mm. and then I remember you were pushing yourself to kind of wanting to get out of your shell and bubble mm. and um you were auditioning for like to be like a host for like a yes. Vox Pop show yes. to remember yes 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 and you asked me if um if yeah. I would tape it for you so we yeah. did like a little reel we went out to like I, can't, I think it was like Westminster or yeah, Waterloo yeah. area yeah. and yeah you just were like talking to people and we yeah. were just asking them about music yes do you remember yeah, yeah. and you was gonna send that in for your reel yeah and then I think you just kind of got turned off by it because they were asking you to do some nonsense <laughs> like wear costumes and yeah, stuff like yeah, that yeah, yeah. and we just then decided just to do it ourselves yeah and yeah. then that's what came up with uh street speak, street speak yes. and we did a few episodes of that we kind of fell off yeah <laughs> and uh but that was fun it was cool it was you and, know yeah and just going back to that time you know again i remember um yeah when when we re- were really thinking about okay because I, I yeah i had been i think i was auditioning for this um radio um presenting role and it was like this thing and and you know a couple people at the time had, had told me you know you should think about um trying it and and i at at that time i didn't necessarily have um 
outside of acting the you know the, the I need to work I think on my confidence around just you know presenting and trying that and I thought you know let why not go for something outside of your comfort zone um you know there's nothing scarier than approaching someone uh, randomly in, in mm -hmm. the street and just asking them mm -hmm. their thoughts on something so I th you know and there's many of these shows now of course and and um you know people do it so seamlessly but for me I think back then it was it was really a case of yeah how how can we make something for ourselves how can we create something you know rather than wait on things to happen I think I was a little frustrated with um you know what I was trying to do with acting at that time because I, I was a little bit um still trying to work out you know where my place was with it and how I was going to go about you know really kicking off my career so it was looking at yeah how to to create things for ourselves and, and you know connected with you and I remember that monologue that mm -hmm. monologue was you know we were doing that and again I was just building confidence through doing these pieces of work out in public um mm -hmm. or you know where we shot I remember we were weren't we being chased by a security guy there was yeah, someone yeah he was like this uncle case. was like oh you can't be yeah, here and I'm yeah, like yeah, no yeah. it's fine just let me because it was just better to be kind of outside because I was yes. giving the illusion that people were just asking you questions and right. then that's why you were saying it but we got away with it, it yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> running around trying mm -hmm. to shoot this thing but um you know I think that gorilla kind of style mm -hmm. um really uh you know captivated me at that time and I think yeah then then you know I, I I give a lot of credit to you for for you know putting the the um giving me the kind of wings as it were to to really fly and and, and you know supporting the vision and, mm -hmm. and so we came mm -hmm. together thought about you know what names would work i remember we were going through a whole yes. thing and then we we're like boom street speak it came, you work. i remember it just i remember we was on the train yeah. and it just came to you yeah, and i remember yeah, seeing yeah, your face yeah. it was like a light switch yeah, yeah, and i was yeah. like yes that's yeah, the name that's the name yeah, um yeah, yeah. and so then you know then we spent um i guess it was the next couple of months after that you know shooting a mm -hmm. few episodes here and there yeah. I and mean, we did some at Stratford we did some in Carnaby Street yes. um, and each time it was you know it was terrifying for me I remember mm -hmm. um, you know having to the, the speaking to people wasn't so bad and I remember I, I used to um, kind of say to you you know how how how's it <laughs> how, what's it like you know I, yeah. I, I, but it was the approaching people mm -hmm. I think was quite scary um, but you know nevertheless you re it really gave a, an insight into humanity and, and people's um, ideas on certain things and most people do want to chat and have a chat and yeah. once you approach them in a, in, in a way that is of course you know coming from um, you, you know uh, a non-threatening and safe uh, environment and you, you, you kind of set up that you, you're really just interested in you know having a conversation with them and you know it's not going to be you know used in any kind of way people are, are very mm -hmm. open to having that conversation yeah. uh, remember we did one on Valentine's Day <laughs> yes. joke. Um, mm -hmm. and so yeah I think um, and then obviously, yeah, you, you, mm -hmm. you kind of um, brought in the production side and we got a trailer and yeah. we got all of these things, the, mm -hmm. the opening, oh, yes. um, uh, you know, it was, it was, yeah, I think it, it you know, it blossomed, mm -hmm. but then of course, you know, with, with, with things and, and life and, mm -hmm. and, you know, things move on. But I think it was such a, an important part of my life at that point. And I thank you greatly for, you know, the time that you took to um, invest, you know, in, in, in me and in yourself mm -hmm. as well, because mm -hmm. it, as you said, you, you, uh, yeah I guess you were you know trying to find yourself creatively as well yeah. and it was another outlet mm -hmm. um and and I've been a, you know in, in pure awe and admiration <laughs> of the work that you've been doing since then mm -hmm. um and I'll always say that and so yeah so that was street speaking and, and um 
And then, and then where did we go from? Oh, so then it was Nate and Jamie. Well, we can get into that because I remember specifically, um, I remember you had me running up and down uh, East London. We was in Shoreditch. And I think we also went to, because I remember there was one day we had a dud shoot. And we was like, I think we went to Dalston and and we went to Brixton and it was to be talking about gentrification. And I remember it was because it was some girl you were talking to who was telling you about gentrification. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I think I was trying to impress someone. Yes. Yes. And it just was a dud. And I think we ended up in Shoreditch. Right. And we were just talking and I think we were just having a converse, casual conversation because obviously yeah. we're just, just you and I with my camera up and yeah. down London. And you were just telling me a story about, um, you could probably tell me in more yeah. detail. So yeah. you were just saying that how you was with your with your friend, yeah. uh, Larry. 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 <laughs> and uh, I think you said like how you were walking down Shoreditch, one of the streets, and then you yeah. saw this girl. Yes. And like, I don't know you if you said she was giving you the eye or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then yeah. you were like, ah, oh, you know what? I need to just like try and follow her and go in there. And you did. You mm. cross the street, you and Larry mm. cross the street, <laughs> went into <laughs> the show. persuasion for yeah. me to get Larry in there. But yes, we, we did. And then you went in there and I can't remember if you didn't even get to talk to her but I remember you saying that you had to spend like 20 pounds on some yeah, smoothie yeah, and something smoothie and I remember, it was cocktail was oh, it? It was like, I can't remember what it was <laughs> either right? way it was way overpriced yeah, for what and it was. I remember just finding that hilarious yeah yeah and I just I don't don't ask me why I remembered it mm. right because you mm. talk about so many things with somebody mm. and remember we were together like we would spend the whole day trying to get interviews and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it was just like a couple of years later, I was just lacking creativity. So I was just writing scripts and I remembered that story. So I just wrote it into a script mm. and I d- it just sat there. Yeah, I think I let you read it as well. Yeah, once. Yeah, I, yeah. It just sat there. Yeah, I didn't yeah. plan to make it. I was just writing. And when I decided that I wanted to make stuff again, because I was, had been working on this horrible show for ITV and that, sucked me out creativity like i was like why do i want to work in this industry and i was like okay cool i want to make it and i hit you up i was like look do you remember what i sent you and he was like yeah sure i'll do it and then i got samuel who's a funny guy and i was like samuel i've got this he was like yeah sure and we made the comedy sketch and that's what it was supposed to be yeah and i told samuel this um recently he was on he's already been on this season and i said it's because of him kind of like why Mm it turned into Nate and Jamie. What he would do, he would share it with everybody, like do a broadcast on WhatsApp. And then he would send me loads of screenshots and everybody's responses to it. And then once it was also online, loads of people were saying the same thing. They were like, no, I can't just end like that. We need to see more. We need to see more. So I was like, okay, well, I wanted to do a web series. So why not do one? And that's just how Nate and Jamie came about. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I again, I think that story, when I think about it, and I was speaking to, to Larry about it not too long ago, but, uh-huh. you know, it, I mean, it was a different time in our lives. And, and we were, you know, when I think back, it was so young and kind of just, you know, full of energy and, and life. And, and, you know, I, I in the same way, I, I'm inspired by the people I'm around. And I was very much, I, I've been inspired by, by him and a lot of my friends who, you know, you see where we all started and now you know larry in particular shout out to larry's successful you know um he's working in law in a a very he's got a very successful career and you know where at that time we were just two you know kids (laughs) running around trying to get little bits of work experience little bits of this that and the other and i think you know that particular story 
was just so so evident of of just you know just being young and in london and just just you know full of life and and i remember we saw yeah i saw, saw this girl you know she she had been there and i and i yeah fully persuaded and we went in there and it it just was such a cultural shock and such a <laughs> knock to the senses of okay we sat down suddenly realized she knew the owner or something like that and so they were all on the table she was still mm-hmm. given some form of vibe but very much it, you know inaccessible to have a conversation with uh-huh. so now we're sat here and we're just we've got this these menus there's no price on the menus <laughs> just all these like concoctions of alcoholic beverage that i've never heard of in my life and and the thing was the guy i remember the guy even said yeah so what do you like what you know what flowers what fruits what things do you like i'm like I don't know. <laughs> and so yeah we got these mad expensive cocktails and and we learned our lesson after that to uh-huh. never you know just just yeah, run into somewhere that you, you kind of have no idea where you're going. But, um, you know, I think there's a lot to be said for the spontane- spontaneity of mm-hmm. situations like that and, and, you know, really just sometimes following your instincts and seeing where it leads you, um, you know, into situations and experiences that, you know, you might not have experienced. I often think a lot of the, the best experiences you have come from, you know, not necessarily wanting to go somewhere, do something and, and you know, saying, no, I'm going to do it. And, and you meet people that you wouldn't mm-hmm. have met. You yeah. experience certain things. So, yeah. And then off the back of that, you know, yeah, we, Nate and Jamie was was kind of born and, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, I got involved. Um, and it was such a, a great experience, again, to work with um, yourself and Samuel and just, just really, um, you know, become part of this yeah. this world um that you'd created um and and again to see where it started you know um i remember we where were we shooting the first episode it was like out on the street and like yeah well it was <laughs> or no in that in that um little studio space dulwich was it dulwich uh deptford deptford mm-hmm. yeah deptford yes. yeah i mean yeah it started off <laughs> in deptford studio and just kind of I made it that it was like we were standing outside where you guys were just kind of chilling, having a conversation and you see a girl. And mm. I made it just be up the road because I'm like, look, we didn't have the money for this. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I mean, for, but to circle back, for those who don't know what Nate and Jamie is, Nate and Jamie is the first of the four web series that I did make. Um, and essentially, Nate and Jamie is about two young, mischievous two black guys in their mid to late 20s who haven't really grown up yet and it just follows their life through their friendship dating and stuff like that really heavily influenced by like Kenan and Carl Mm. comedy duo shows and films and stuff like that and it just kind of led on from the story that you told me and what did you think like I don't think I ever Mm. asked you like what did you think for me to like Mm. take that yeah and i always credited you i was like okay yeah, based yeah, on yeah, the yeah. story by <laughs> Josh yeah, yeah, and no. i just kind of made this whole scenario that you ended up meeting this girl yeah. getting this girl's number right. she, her becoming your girlfriend yeah. and then we making this whole backstory of everything and the funny thing is it's like you're so different from uh the character jamie that you played jamie yeah. is even though it was based on you yeah, i made him yeah. very not immature, but mm. they both were okay. They to a certain degree, Nate and Jamie were both mm. immature. Mm. Um, but 
Josh just kind of carried it in a way. Not Josh, sorry. See, I was just to do it. <laughs> Jamie carried it in a way where it was just like, because he's more suave and more put together yeah. in a way, it seems yeah. different. Where it's like, he's a hopeless romantic. He does yes. not learn from any of the mistakes he made. You know, yeah. like he went to try and stop a wedding, you know, mm. that led into the second spin of show, Newlywed. So it's right. like, what was it like for you to kind of work on that whole process as an actor and grow from it because you went from there to kind of lead on to you going to drama school and really refining your skills so what have you like if you have looked back <laughs> as well what would you say your growth is as well yes I think um you know in answer to the question about you know my mm -hmm. thoughts well, I, I I love the fact um that you were able to take a you know a, a story that I had and 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 develop it into this um, series that ran, you know, and ran and, and had so many um, uh, stories and iterations and, 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 you know, employed X amount of people and got X amount of people in front of the camera that wouldn't have um, before. And, I, you know, so I, I, yeah, I was always super kind of proud to, to have been part of that off the back of that. Um, so in answer to your question, yeah, it was, it, you mm -hmm. know, it was, it was a, a, a great thing to kind of see that story realized into this, um, you know, bigger project. Um, and I do, you know, I think back to, yeah, because even the, the character development of um, Jamie from where he started to, you know, stopping a whole wedding or trying to, you <laughs> yeah. know, that, that you, you just see the, and I really had to, I've, I've, you know, thought about this recently in terms of the progression that um, Jamie went on over that period of time and, you know, seeing how, yeah, immature and, and just trying to, you know, <laughs> just get a girl's number <laughs> and that would be the highlight, of the, you know, of that particular period to, you know, now actually understanding, okay, there's more, you know, he's, he's, he's a hopeless romantic, he's in love with this girl and she's getting married and, you know, you just, but everything in between that. Um, and I thought, you know, that was a good um, project for me to cut my teeth in terms of, you know, how how I can take this kind of character and and really, you know, make it my own and and uh, and bring my life to that script. Um, and so, yeah, when when we kind of, and I'm, you know, again, from where we started to that, like, I'd never forget that scene in mm -hmm. the hotel when you got X amount of um, supporting okay. artists and, you know, yes. and we've had the massive, you know, mm -hmm. big, big... Um, uh, kind of set up in there it was mm -hmm. I, I kind of surprised myself with with you know where we we kind of came with it and and where you know where it got to um so so after that I kind of yeah I, I think at that time I went to um so I think yeah during that period I might have gone to the National Youth Theatre at that time I think that was around because when do you remember what year we we um, stopped yeah uh, we or like when we were doing that uh we were doing uh Nate and jamie from um october 2016 to july 2018 okay so yeah. i just before that i'd gone to the national youth theater and so that was already um driving my um you know desire for theater and for craft and um and, and for for acting as a whole and obviously yeah at the same time we were doing that and then i think either um, not long after that or during um, that period, I started at Identity School of, um, uh, Identity, um, yeah, school. And um, 
uh, based in uh, Brixton um, and also Stratford and and you know I'm sure um, you know listeners who who will be f- familiar but if those that are not uh, John Boyega and Letitia Wright um, Damson Idris all went to this school um, and it's a, it's a really great um, you know a part-time drama school for those in London um, particularly but I know they have a lot of online classes now they've got uh, a, a studio in LA um, for those that you know perhaps couldn't afford drama school or uh, drama school um, in its, you know, a, a kind of original setup was inaccessible to them. So, you know, it's a very useful um, a place to spend, you know, an evening, uh, two evenings a week working on your craft. And I'm, I've made such good friends and, and learned um, key techniques and processes from that period. So, yeah, so I was in identity for um, maybe two years. Um, and then during that time, you know, I kind of, I, I, I learned a lot, but I felt for me, I always, um, you know, it, it was something that bugged me for a long part of my twenties um, uh, um, or my early career was that I didn't um, have the opportunity to go to drama school and do like three years proper conservatoire training. Um, and you know, I think you, you can look back and, and say at that time when I was finishing school, um, you know, I wish. Or, or some, it would have been great to have someone uh, at mentor kind of say, "Look, drama school is an option. You don't necessarily have to go to university." But you know, as we know in this country, it, drama school uh, for a lot of people is very inaccessible just through the fees alone. Mm-hmm. Through the, uh, and we're not even talking, you know, the the fees that you have to pay to go to the school, but the actual audition fees. You know, for some of them, it's fifty pound a time, and you think, you know, for people who are, um, you know, don't have the financial means to spend that kind of money on, on, you know. 10 minutes in a room with a panel mm-hmm. you know and to do all of them that's a lot of money yeah um and there's some great organizations now who are you know offering um uh you know subsidizing or helping to to get you know um people who uh don't have the financial means the opportunity to be seen by these um schools by helping fund those fees um and so you know i, I wish uh or i would uh, you know, I would have hoped there might have been someone at the time that would have said that, but that wasn't the case um, for me. So I went to university and that was a great experience as well. And I learned so much through, you know, being in a, I grew up so much there. And I think, you know, that was my journey and that was what I had to do. And, and you know, so obviously yeah, it came out of that National Youth Theatre identity. And then fast forward and I was like, do you know what, um, for all of my training and all of my experience over over my life and and you can't beat life experience there's a lot to be said for life experience um i thought why not try um you know uh auditioning for um uh, i mean at that point it would have been a master's I, I was looking at whether to do another three year again but i thought you know it's probably more beneficial for me to just get in get out but while i'm in really you know uh commit to um, the work and so yeah auditioned to a few um, drama schools for the master's programs um, and Central School of Speech and Drama was the one that um, I gravitated towards um, I got I got offered I remember I got offered to the classical training and I got offered to the the screen um, training as well and uh, um, they were both like one year courses both obviously within the school um, and I just thought do you know what I, I need to do this for myself and I need to really have that kind of nine to five um, grounded uh, training for a, a period of time so that 
you know, I can just say, say to myself, I've, I've ticked that off. But again, you know, you don't need to go to drama school. You don't need any of that. Um, but it was a decision that I felt I had to make for myself at that time. And, you know, it, it's, it's paid me forward, um, 10 times. Uh, so, you know, I'm glad I did. Um, sorry, that was a long winded answer no. to, to your question. <laughs> but it's fine. It's yeah. fine. It's, it's so good to hear your journey from there because I mean, I know what you're saying some people don't need drama mm -hmm. school, but I feel like every actor should go to drama school or do some training. I feel like refine your skills, really perfect your craft. Um, we're always learning. I don't know everything. I've been doing this for a very long time. I've learned so much and I'm learning even more, even now that I'm working in advertising. So um, it's important. It's really important. I mean, I always used to say to you, and you probably remember, I always used to say to you, you have a lot of potential. When mm. it clicks, it's going to click. Mm, mm, and you were just so, you had so much self-doubt. Mm. And I was like, it's there. And mm. I remember we would shoot and you would be overanalyzing everything. Mm. You'd be like, oh, I don't know. Like, are you sure it's okay? Let me do this mm. again. Da, da, da. And you would just be doubting yourself. And it's just like, I'm trying to can't like make relax. Like, it's fine. Just mm. let it go. Mm you know be loose be free and you having that even though i was telling you that mm -hmm. you had to gain that experience on your own yeah. and that's what i've seen in your work now what drama school did mm. because it allowed you to really fully embrace mm. all aspects of who you are as an actor because yeah. the thing is you had so many different interests you were doing the mm. whole thing with stoa yeah you yeah, were influencer yeah. before influencer okay <laughs> like do you get what i mean yeah. like and i think when seeing you really refine your mm -hmm. career and where you wanted to go was great to see mm. And, you know, that's what leads on to my next point where I got to see you in Bridgerton yeah. Secret Cinema where you played. Okay. I don't, what's his, what's the guy's name? The Duke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Duke. That's it. Because I knew enough about the Duke. Yeah. The only thing I knew about the Duke was everyone talking about his pullout method. Okay. <laughs> so that's all I remember. And so, like, mm. I went into it not really knowing. I was like, okay, let me see. I've never been to a Secret Cinema event. And so to see you... Um, in that moment playing the duke it was really i was really proud of you mm. because it was great to see how it's all clicked and mm. you're aligned and i see it and this is what i've always seen mm. i've seen you being able to do the pretty boy romantic lead i'm seeing mm. you now being able to be a versatile actor and that was great to mm. see so what was that experience like for you and how did you even get the opportunity to yeah. do that yeah of course so off the back of um, drama school i was coming to the end of it and um uh I remember I got a message from, um, and just before that, I think, again, you know, really, as you said, um, taking the time to invest in your craft and invest in the work um, is so important because, again, for me, I, I wanted to get the agent that I wanted, you know, to really boost and, and propel my career. And I knew it was, I was having a tough time. Um, I had an agent, but it just, you know, they, they were great. And, but I felt, you know, for where I wanted to get to, um, I needed to kind of make moves forward. And, and so drama school allowed me the opportunity to get in front of people that I wouldn't have been able to get in front of. And, you know, then got the agent that I, I'm super happy with now is, is, you know, is, is like my friend you know we, we we get on so well and and that wouldn't have been able to happen had I not have gone um and so off the back you know coming towards the end of that my friend uh Charity um who I went to identity with again you really realize with this community it's such okay. a community the acting yeah. world is so um 
it's really about lifting everyone up. I was speaking to someone, sorry, I keep kind of going off, but speaking <laughs> to someone yesterday about the dance community and how mm -hmm. I don't know too much about it, but it's it sounded like a slightly different, and it's probably generalization, but it, it you know, it's mm -hmm. very much your, your kind of out, for yourself or okay. it's you know you're building mm -hmm. things together but mm -hmm. i i feel from the acting community particularly it's teams you kind of really okay. creating right. um uh you know building people up oh, i've got this project oh, i've thought of you do you want to you know mm -hmm. so um and that's no you know don't disrespect to any other um um performing art uh, but i think you know from my experience with the acting world yes it can be quite um you know, lonely uh, from time to time because you are kind of doing these tapes, doing these auditions in, in your room, you know, to begin with for self-tapes and then um, and then you get in the room and so on before you even get on the project. But, you know, the community aspect is important. So Charity um, reached out to me and said, oh, um, I see uh, Secret Cinema. She'd done a Secret Cinema um, uh, before uh, it was uh, Stranger Things. So she was part of um, uh, that project they did. Um, and she was like, I know that they're looking at doing Bridgerton um, and they're looking for a Duke. And I remember she said, I was leaving school one day and she was like, oh, they sent me the um, the casting brief. Um, they asked if I knew anyone and I, I, I sent your name onto them. I was like, okay. Because I remember, I remember at that time I'd seen something about it. But again, I just thought, you know, it's so kind of um, with the self-doubt, you know, mm -hmm. it was so beyond me. I, I don't, I didn't think I, I could do it. Um, I'd never done immersive theatre in that sense. So that was a whole alien um, thing to me. Um, and so, yeah, she just put my name forward. Um, and then she said, yeah, send in your, your headshot and stuff. So I did. And then a couple of weeks later, uh, I got a message saying they're going to have open, well, they're going to have auditions for um, for this show. They weren't really saying who I was going. They said, they mentioned that, yeah, we're going to potentially put you up for the Duke. But I just thought, you know, it'd be <laughs> it's, it's going to be a group audition. There's going to be a lot of people there, you know, see what happens. Um, and it was in, it, yeah, these massive studios, it was just after... Look, I want to say it was just after maybe the, the second wave of lockdown. I don't know, there were so many yeah, lockdown yeah, waves, yeah. <laughs> but it was in the middle of all of, or coming towards the back end of all of that. And I remember it was the first like kind of audition that a lot of people had been back in the room. And I, I remember walking in there and this is, you know, I've really kind of built my confidence over time and, and walking in there, you know, there was, there was a, uh, a cohort that had just finished their audition. They're all coming downstairs, all lively, bubbly and chatting about it. And you're kind of walking in there and you don't know what to expect. But, you you know, I had my confidence and conviction that I'm going to do a good job regardless um, of whatever happens here today. And so, um, yeah, filled in all the details, took photos blah, 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 and then went into the room. Um, and then it was like, yeah, it was 30 people in there. They'd asked us to prepare a, um, a minute story, right? So we had to basically come up with some scandalous um, <laughs> story from the ton um, and, and basically deliver it. And I was terrified. <laughs> when I say I was scared, because again, it's coming back to this thing of when you give me a script or you give me, um, you know, an idea of how to go about doing something, I'm, I'm in my element. I know what mm -hmm. I'm doing. But I, this was very much improv and it was very much, okay, mm -hmm. you've got to hold this room of 30 people and, um, you know, make this story entertaining. So I thought of this story, I kind of memorized it to, loosely to some, some degree. And um, they got us playing games and, and stuff, you know, to kind of break the ice. 
then um you know got us walking around as these characters and also i so i i on the um form it said yeah potentially going for the duke right but no one else in the room was saying who they were like they were saying these names <laughs> when they would ask oh what's your name and, and um <clears throat> what character do you have today and so on and so forth and people were coming with all these names and i was not hearing any names from the show <laughs> so i was like i started doubting myself and going oh, am I going to seem a bit pretentious if I come up with, yeah, I'm here to play the Duke. So I came up with another character in the moment. I was just like, I'm Lord Wilkins or some, some <laughs> okay. random, okay. do you know what I mean? Just because I, yeah. And so um, I eventually it came to me to, to tell my story. They, they literally stopped the whole room and go, right, it's you, Lord Wilkins, let's go. And um, and I just, I told this story. I don't even know what I said, but I tried to make it engaging for me. And there were a lot of, strong performance in that room people that you know have done um immersive theater or have done you know can hold a, 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 an audience live um and just you know a very good in that capacity um and i was more used to screen through my work with you through the work with drama school through the work with everything i've done so far um so i had to really tap back into like my national youth theater roots uh, national youth theater roots and stuff and and so did it um, that was done and then um, you know didn't hear anything for quite some time I remember I left and I was like you know I don't think I got it you know it was what it was like uh, yeah again just let it go um, and it was a few weeks later uh, and they said okay we want to do a recall um, with you for for the Duke and I was like okay all right cool all right, must have done something, all right? <laughs> um, so, you know, come back in, bit more swagger in my step. I remember I was on my way there and I was I was cutting it um, fine because of just issues with travel that day, which is a lesson, always always be early, early is on time. Wow. Um, but I got there um, on time and I remember I, I was sat there and there was no one else there and I was like, oh, have I been that late or something? Have I missed like, yeah. all the cohorts gone in? I've, I've messed it up. Um, and they sent me upstairs and it was just me and the direct, uh, director and the um, assistant director. And they were like, yeah, it's just you. There's no one else here. I was like, okay. Um, remember I had memorized the scene. They sent me the scene to learn. Um, and yeah, we just ran the scene. Um, and they were like, okay, cool. We'll try it a different way. Uh, and then they were like, yeah. So, you know, we really um, think about you and about the Duke. We, we really like this um, sense of um, stability and, and leadership quality that you have in this, you know, this gravity and, and so on and so forth. And I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, these are all nice things you're telling me, but is there other people here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, and they were like, um, yeah, well, you know, we, we'll get get in touch. But it was all with smiles, but they didn't they didn't confirm anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah, again, yeah. you know, I'm leaving there. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, it's, it's all right, maybe, maybe. I'm not sure. We'll see. Okay. Uh, didn't hear anything for, I'm talking probably two months, literally wow, just, just okay. like, I, okay, I assume I haven't got it. Um, and at that time, my agent um, was, you know, he was chasing um, and we didn't hear anything. And then, um, yeah, out of nowhere, boom, we want to offer you the role of the Duke. And I was like, wow, okay. Mm -hmm. um, amazing. You know, mm -hmm. it just shows that the work I put in obviously resonated. Um, but this was the thing. We were meant to start in September, but because of COVID, okay. it got pushed until January. So that mm -hmm. was three, three, four months where, um, you know, it was meant to happen. It, it didn't. But um it allowed me to do other bits and pieces and I filmed, I shot actually a, an independent um, a horror film in that time. I remember, um, uh, and that w with Jamila, um, and that was an experience, <laughs> okay. um, you know, I learned a lot from that, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and so then we started and we, you know, went into the rehearsal period. Mm -hmm. um, we, 
I remember again the first day we were all in a circle, all telling you know telling each other. Um, I mean, there's 40, 50 people now in in this production uh, cast, all saying who who they're going to be playing, what their name is, who they're going to play. Mm -hmm. And I remember it got to me, and I was like, "Oh, I'm Josh. I'm playing the Duke." <laughs> like just, and everyone yeah, was yeah. like, "Is that the, is this the guy?" I, <laughs> I just didn't I didn't um, comprehend the, yeah, the, the, yeah, who yeah. this cat. Like I knew obviously the Duke. Mm -hmm. I'd watched Bridgerton, and I really enjoyed it, but I didn't know. The, the level of you know mm -hmm. um gravity that the character yeah, yeah, yeah. had in 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 that room mm -hmm. um and it was only later on in the in the rehearsal maybe a week in where i started to really the, the character started to sit with me mm -hmm. where i felt i can okay i can actually play this and we had to do this this um exercise we walked in the room as the character and like um kind of as if we were walking into a ball and we had to um pick a a, a partner to to promenade with. i remember this yeah 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 this, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, and, yes. and 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 you know it was then it mm -hmm. was that moment where okay. i was like okay i'm seeing the reactions yeah, i'm like yeah, i'm, yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> playing the <laughs> now. Um, and then you transition that fast forward into the show itself which yeah, you yeah, came yeah. and saw uh -huh. and and I, I surprised myself, you know, there's 800 people a night there sometimes. Crazy. This massive world that, I don't okay. know if, you know, people are not familiar with Secret Cinema, it's a, um, an, uh, a world that um, this Secret Cinema create mm -hmm. off the back of um, a film or a TV series. And you go, you, you leave your phone at the door, you totally come uh, dressed up in character and you immerse yourself in, in, you know, the world with your favorite characters, with stories, with quests that you go on. And then they have, you know, key moments from, from the show being acted out live or they'll um, have the film shown at the end and they'll have key moments um, with the actors playing those moments as well. So it's such a fun, uh, immersive, engaging experience. But I just, yeah, I, I really, I enjoyed it so much, but I really surprised myself how how much I grew as an actor in that process. Um, uh, and I'm, I mean, did you enjoy it? You came down, you watched it? Yeah, I, like I said, I had not watched the show. So I mm. was with your friends trying to figure it out. Mm. Um, yeah, because you didn't know I was coming. You thought I was coming like yes. another day. So it was funny seeing your reaction, seeing me there. Mm. And um, yeah, you didn't break character. You were brilliant. You know, I was surprised that you were losing the fight so much <laughs> i was like what is going on why are you getting tumped up all the time by this short guy but <laughs> it was a great experience it was great like i said seeing you in your element as well and i think it gives kind of a lot of props to bridgerton as well because of how diverse it was because i didn't just know you there i knew eloise who was also in there and this other guy called dan how am I butchering his name? Or is it Michael? Michael. Yeah, yeah, Michael. <laughs> yeah. And it's like the fact that I knew other actors who were also in it. So it just shows how important diversity is as well. Yes, so that was true. great. But even like after that, you know, you've been able to do a few more feature films. You've mm. got a big one you were doing late last year. Mm -hmm. Can you share much about it? Yeah, uh, yeah. so well. So yeah, I mean, can it's, you still share? On, it's still on the wraps. But um, What's that NDA saying? Yeah, <laughs> that's saying a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was mm -hmm. such an amazing experience. I mean, it's, it, you know, from what's out there, it's a it's a, a feature it's emerald Fennell's second mm -hmm. feature film so she um did promising young woman she won an oscar wow. for that film um and so this is her second film uh and i had the the wonderful opportunity to to um you know be involved in it um with the likes of uh, rosamund pike um you know oscar nominee um barry keoghan oscar nominee mm -hmm. richard e grant oscar nominee. do you oh, know wow. what i mean the, the mm -hmm. you know the the level of of um uh you know acting um super stars super mm -hmm. you know the the level is is incredible um that was working on this film and and I was in such um such great company to really see the craft um 
you know, being being explored and played with and, and developed at the highest level. Um, and I, it was such a great privilege and opportunity to, to be there and be watching um, and be part of it. Um, and so, yeah, we, we spent six, I was there for six weeks shooting. Um, it's basically a story. So the tagline is... Um, yeah, give just the tagline because yeah. I don't... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Give the tagline. Um, I, I believe it's a story about obsession. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, okay. it's nice. simple as that. It's okay. a story mm-hmm. about um, obsession. And so, okay. yeah, without giving too much away, mm-hmm. you know, it's set, um, it, it's set up to, to be a very... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how to how to describe it because it's mm-hmm. a very specific film, but it's it will be an amazing film when okay. it comes out. And mm-hmm. you know, knowing Emerald's work from before, um, her writing is incredible, and uh, you know the the stories and and the characters are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacob Elordi's in it, who's from oh, Euphoria. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so did you get to work closely with any of these actors? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh wow, I was so, there with them. I mean, so what was that out, like in the green what room was, with them? Oh, yeah, wow. so incredible. like, what was that like? What did you learn from it? Because I think that's the yeah. biggest. Thing. what did you the biggest takeaway yeah i think the key thing i learned was at any level doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's a hollywood film of you know level or it's nate and jamie mm-hmm. we're all just creating something together and we're yeah. all just working out as we go along yes there is a a script yes there is a structure mm-hmm. but you have the ability to play within the scenes and mm-hmm. find you know the best um way of creating these um these little slices of life these scenes mm-hmm. and you know being there watching um you know, richie Lee grant had to do this scene uh, all day again and again and again um which when you watch the film you'll see mm-hmm. and the level of um commitment to mm-hmm going for you know the energy that it took for for him to um really commit to this particular uh, moment um i mean like all the characters you know to be focused when there's you know i, I did a, a a series recently as well um a few days on a show called sexy beast um uh was filming uh, in liverpool um which will be out on paramount plus um similar time probably late late this year um and again like just seeing hundreds of crew you know at that level so many crew and they're like an organism you know they're moving all the time but you have to stay focused as an actor you have to really be um so focused on on your work and and your craft but also open and open to ideas and open to play um and and just you know everyone was so lovely and Mm -hmm. and emerald was create this wonderful um atmosphere on set where you know it doesn't matter if you were the director the the uh, um uh first ad the 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 driver you know catering it doesn't matter who you were the actors you were all you all felt part of this special project um and yeah i i just you know just learned how how they all approach their work mm-hmm. um you know they all have their own methods technique but they all come together to create magic mm-hmm. um and that's that's what it was and yeah it was it was such a privilege for me to be part mm-hmm. of that um so i can't wait for you to see it it will be honestly it is so great to hear your journey mm-hmm. and to see where you are now mm-hmm. um especially like just seeing your journey is just so great and always mm-hmm. knowing that you could have 
got to this point and now mm. you're here mm. yes we know how it is with acting you never Still know when you're next yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's like you've just scratching the surface and mm. that's what's great to see mm. and you've got such a bright future ahead of you you still look young okay <laughs> you don't look your age yeah, okay so there's so much more to come <laughs> and stuff like that so yeah. where can people find you and yeah. see your old work or keep yeah. up to date with the new stuff you've got coming out yeah of course I th- so my um, Instagram is uh, Joshua E. Samuels um, I think that's that's predominantly um, where a lot of my work is I'm also on Twitter Joshua E. Samuels as well um, you know I think yeah I, I'm just I'm letting the work do the talking now mm-hmm. I'm staying I'm staying a lot quieter I think in terms of my you know I'm letting the work just just do a lot I think mm-hmm. back in the day it was very much through content creation mm-hmm. pumping pumping work out which mm-hmm. I think is important and valuable as well yeah um to obviously you know be seen and, and and move your career forward but I think I've just taken time to really work on my craft uh, and, and build and, and let the work show and the work will show and um you know this is this is the journey we're all on we all have our own journeys and i believe that comparison is the thief of joy you know that's a very strong um statement uh and i think you know i'm really adhering to that in that this is my lane and Mm. i'll i need to do the work that i need to do and and i'll get to where i want to get to um but the work will do the talking so yeah but in the meantime that is where (laughs) i'm at (laughs) love it love it well thanks again josh for coming on the show it's been great to catch up with you and just in general just to catch up with all the actors i worked with like five six years ago Mm. who were such a big part of my career to help me get to where i am now Mm. so yeah so stay tuned guys for new episodes coming soon you can follow me all on my usual socials you know there's a bunch of them so yeah thanks for having me